0: Hey Towel Lights, welcome back to another episode of Towel Light Talk. My name is Christopher M. Walk.
1: And I'm Casey Bowker Esquire.
0: And we are Wild Stallions. <laughs> oh no, we got...
1: Stallions!
0: Stallions! Stallions. Right, let's start over again. The, the okay. audio's, audio's fucked up. I don't know oh, it talking. is? Yeah. I hear you fine. Alright. So when it makes that jarbled noise, it's fine.
1: But I can't hear it.
0: Only I can hear it, huh?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't even, in the, even when I edit, it doesn't sound like it when you say things. It's weird, man. So you know there's that. Okay. Can okay. you hear me now? Yeah.
0: Now I got video back.
1: Okay. All right. And, no, I yeah, I see.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm ready.
1: Okay. Hey, hold, towel hold, lights. Hold on. All right. All right. So I know, because I can... When I
0: it. Now, see? Now it's really bad. I, lost my... I hear
1: nothing.
0: Weird. It's vid- It was video. Drop it. Okay. Ready?
1: Yep. And...
0: Hey, Lights. This is Christopher M. Walk,
1: and I am Casey Theodore Logan Esquire,
0: and we are Twilight Talk.
1: Oh, okay, we're Twilight Talk. I was gonna say Wild we Stallions, are. but that's fine. We're both
0: we're Twilight Talk. Twilight Stallions. Twilight Stallions. We are, yeah, truly, <laughs> truly. <laughs> well, we'll get to that Wild Stallions news uh, later in the podcast, but uh, just want to mention. Uh, Check us out on radio public it's our it's our new hosting uh, I guess format uh, it's a great it's a great place to go listen to all kinds of different kinds of podcasts but uh what's special about this is that uh, download the app listen to us on there we get a little kickback uh, to help run the site run the podcast and everything like that so check out radio public if that's if that sounds great to you and We're going to get into the news today. Uh, Let's kick it off with some Marvel news. Yeah. Jump on that, buddy.
1: First things first, Avengers made a lot of money. It's uh, biggest movie ever, period. (laughs) Domestically. Ever. (laughs) Domestically, um, it's bigger than The Force Awakens, um, which was current, uh, you know, Holder, or at least it was right now, it's sitting at worldwide 1.25 uh, billion. Um, you know, domestically it's at 479 million, uh foreign seven hundred and seventy-one uh million, and it opens in China this weekend. So China's the second biggest market in the entire world behind the United States, so uh be sure it's going to be its third week in a row at number one and be sure that it's probably going to destroy whatever, uh, China's box offices, uh, are so crazy, crazy.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's expected. <laughs> After, uh, Black Panther did that. Well, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know if it'll do as well as Black Panther, but this movie, uh, is doing things that no other one has done. So it's deserved, and let's see how long it lasts.
1: Yeah, I'm just curious. So Black Panther is actually, we didn't have it on here, but Black Panther is out on um, digital right now. You can buy it. Oh, is it? Yep, it came out on digital uh, today, maybe? Um, It comes out on the 15th um, on Blu-ray, I want to say. Or maybe it's the 15th on digital. We should have Yeah, because facts. I think that
0: would have been all over uh, Tuesday Digital Day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I saw it on... Um... Look it up. No, as of two days ago, it says it's wow. on digital.
0: Since Tuesday, huh?
1: Yeah, and then Blu-ray release. Hold on, let me look it up real quick. There's going to be uh, you know... Uh, Commentary on the Blu-ray release. Um backstory <clears throat> excuse me on Killmonger as well. Um yeah, May fifteenth, it comes out. So that
0: blue? Oh my gosh. And it's
1: still in theaters and it's still making money. Really? <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, remember we mentioned that? Like it would be really interesting to see if it is uh, uh in theater doing as well as is Infinity
1: War. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's doing Markman. Still rocking and rolling. So um
0: here's 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 stuff. This is what happens when we don't read our own articles, because uh obviously Moses was on top of this on Tuesday.
1: Yeah, so. he was. So one other thing I'll say is so domestically <laughs> Black Panther made a ton of money. It made one point three billion. Um so and it's still gonna make more money this weekend, I guarantee it. Uh and it's just kind of crazy that the Blu-rays could be out too. So there you go. Um Moving on, uh, I'm going to have you take this one because I didn't read any of this stuff and you're killing me with it. So.
0: Do you want to talk about it?
1: I didn't want to read it, but...
0: Yeah, it's true. Let's so talk a little bit of spoilers here. Uh, LaRusso's got online this week uh, just to answer some of your, uh, your lingering questions out there after you watched Infinity War, things that you were still thinking about, you know, crying into your pillow about, uh, things like that, so... Uh, just a few things. Not a lot of questions here about Gamora's fate. Uh, you know, as I always say, this is comic books. People don't die. I don't really put a lot of weight in the death in these things. I, you know, I didn't cry in a movie um, over spilled milk or anything. Just joking. Um, so apparently when Thanos goes to get the soul stone, he goes into the soul world with where the skull is and all that stuff. And, uh, that's why you see like this orange hue. So uh, one of the Russo's, I'm not sure which Russo has been quoted on either one of these these, these facts, but um, apparently Gamora is alive in the Soul Stone so that either looks like something they'll resolve in the next movie or maybe it'll be part of the adventure of um, Guardians 3. Uh, second up, you know, I felt like the Hulk was afraid to come out he was afraid to fight Thanos, but then I was thinking about that. At the same time, as like the Hulk's not really afraid of anything. You'd want to get revenge as soon as possible um, and try to fight Thanos again if he could. Apparently, he was too tired to come out. Uh, all that all that space adventuring wore him down. So um, that was that's fact. I guess too tired. Too tired. The Hulk was. And just the last thing, where people were questioning where Adam Warlock was, why wasn't he part of the Infinity War? It, it was never supposed to be part of the Infinity War, according to the uh, according to the Russos, um, and they've been quoting saying that Adam Warlock is a James Gunn thing. So I had totally forgotten that they put that Easter egg in the end of Guardians Two, which even yeah, we think talked about, about like, that. Yeah, yeah, and that kind of got me too because forgetting that kind of put me like. Uh, a oh, man. They could have done this Adam Warlock thing, but I'm, you know, at the same time, I, it doesn't, it doesn't change my opinion. of, 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 of that movie, <laughs> uh, at all. So,
1: gotcha. Yeah. Um. One other thing, James Gunn came out and said what, uh, Groot's last words were to Rocket, mm. and that was Dad. So, I was gonna um, put that down. Shed a tear. Shed many tears. Um.
0: See, they. I would have cried at that. <clears throat> Maybe.
1: Maybe, maybe. So it's um, too dark. Moving on, Luke Cage season two. We got a trailer. Uh, lots of bullets, lots of action, lots of sassy Misty night. It was good.
0: Some, some bushwhacking <laughs> action.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was cool. I like to yeah. see. You know, the thing with these kind of characters is that you. Like, how do you mess with them? You know what I mean? Like, when they're so powerful. And I like the idea of having somebody who is just as powerful because then they, they don't have to hold back um, <clears throat> when they have to punch each other and everything like that. So, you know, I think it's I think it looks cool. And, you know, I'm already in after the first season. Hoodies up, man.
0: Yeah, it was great to see Misty's arm. You know, we yeah. saw picture, pics of it, but we didn't really see much of it. So it's, it, it's great. Um, yeah, I can't wait for that. I'm really, it was really happy with Jessica Jones. So I'm really happy, like excited to see where they go with the rest of these shows in season two.
1: Yeah, me too. For sure. Um, Speaking of season twos of Netflix shows, um, season two of Punisher is going to be adding Annette O'Toole and Corbin Benson as the Schultz family. Um, They are just these wealthy people who, I don't know probably want to kill the Punisher or something because <laughs> everyone wants to, but you know, it's good to have like that kind of star power um, added to uh, another Marvel property because pretty much anybody in the world seems to be wanting to go into a Marvel property as we're about to say in the next piece of info as well.
0: It's true. I mean, it, you're just, you just gotten, you're getting a good contract. with I'm, I'm sure. Um, so, it's it's funny because when you think about watching Star Wars movies too in this aspect of Disney, you see these 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 actors you really really recognize now. It's it's different than when you watched the original trilogy and it didn't really make it, it didn't make a huge difference who each person was. They were, but now you see like you got like Laura Dern showing up. You got um, uh, Benicio del Toro, and you know all these these famous actors as the
1: side are, characters though. That is the main, right? No, no, I know.
0: I know. I know. But side characters, like just cameos. It's great because everybody loves Star Wars, you know, and everybody loves Marvel and like people want to be in, in, into these worlds because it's great, you know, and it's, it's fun and it's really what's popular these days. So it's great to see these. It doesn't, it doesn't take me out of it. I guess I want to get, get it. I kind of thought maybe seeing these famous actors, some like here and there, we're gonna kind of it would be kind of like eh, but you know what? It doesn't take me out of it at
1: all. I love it. Nope, I'm excited. And um, finally, Annette Benning is going to be Carol Danvers' mom um, in Captain Marvel. Sure, it's just going to be a cameo, um, but still, you know, Annette Benning is an amazing actress. And
0: oh, we weren't just great. talking about her. <laughs> That's, that was my whole rant right there.
1: It's another Annette. Annette <laughs> O'Toole going. <joined. laughs> Punisher so was my, uh, and add a that tool from like... you know, <laughs> Smallville and Halt and Catch Fire and other things like that. So. See,
0: everybody wants a piece right there.
1: <laughs> everybody wants some. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why don't you move on to DC? Let's do it. All See right, take care DC of that.
0: News, uh everybody's, uh, everybody's favorite Aquaman is finally getting his own. Feature. Oh wait, that's that's a real thing this year. Now he's actually getting an animated Lego movie, which is uh, you know this is the tenth Lego movie I think. I'm trying to think. Yeah, the tenth one in the DC Comics uh, Lego library. So that's great. It's I've never seen movies, any of them. No, they're fun. They're for kids. Um, you should watch them with your your niece. They're they're a lot of fun. Um, but this one is going to be centering around Aquaman. Makes sense. Got the big movie coming out this year. It seems to it seems to be something they do. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Um. Let's see who's uh. And D. Bradley Baker is going to be uh as um is going to be Aquaman. So he'll be continuing his uh epic uh, run as as voicing DC comic characters. I love it.
1: Darn right. Uh,
0: Up next, we have. We have news of a Rocksteady Superman game, and this one looks to be pretty epic. Now, they've released some pictures of it, or was that just kind of like a promo image?
1: It's a promo image. Uh, It it wasn't from, it's not really the real image.
0: Yeah. Um, So the details sound cool enough.
1: Of a Rocksteady Superman Superman game?
0: game? I did say that already. I said that, right? Uh, maybe not. <laughs> no, no. no, I did. I did. I believe you. <laughs> Huge open world van game. And I don't know how much, how big that really can be. It seems still restrictive. Sorry, but it is. It doesn't matter how big Metropolis is, it doesn't matter how interactive the environments are. If you can't punch over buildings, if you can't utterly destroy everything in your path as Superman, then there's no such thing as a true Superman game. So as cool as this sounds, I still would have rather taken a Justice League game if this truly exists.
1: Yeah, or a Green Lantern game. Or sorry, not Green... Well, Green Lantern, but Green Arrow is what I was going to say. Um, It just... It, it, the idea of, you know, one of the best... DC games, in my opinion, is Lego Batman 2. And they did a really good job with incorporating the Justice League in that game um, and using their power sets in a way that made sense, even though it was Lego. And it was at that point I was like, you know, this would be a really good rock, a rock steady game. So. I would rather have seen the Justice League and just like you said like okay if Superman's part happens to be in space or in a place that's completely destructible it doesn't have to match Batman's part which you know isn't destructible environments and he can't you know do what Superman can so uh, you know Rocksteady has also never failed us so that's the other part of it
0: The my counter argument to this is You've already done city games like you just mentioned. So where's this open open world game where does Superman actually makes sense for? because he can travel so fast, you know? Like, oh my god, Superman's gotta go from first sixteenth Street. That's gonna be a tough one.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's gonna
0: take mm-hmm. me a while to traverse that city.
1: He can go James anywhere. To... <laughs> In but In I... seconds. In seconds. Again, we have to trust them until we actually see what's going on. Because they,
0: are. I don't trust anybody. I'm just, I'm just joking. <laughs> All right, moving on. IDW will be releasing a Batman the Animated Series board game called Gotham Under Siege. Love board games. Uh, I didn't really. They really released too much on this yet. Uh, just a few pics at uh, looks at the pieces. Was this on Kickstarter? Oh, that, that was a different Batman game, right? That
1: was a different Batman game. Um,
0: That's the Batman game. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know. I don't know um, they don't really give you that much, to be honest. I'm looking at the thing right now. Hasn't really said much about what's going to happen. My thing with these games is like, I don't have anyone to play them with. <laughs> so they, I this don't game, buy them. <laughs>
0: I did add this I put this in my toy chest article this morning and it is 1 to 5 players. So you can play these games by yourself if you are a, you know, a hermit or something.
1: Well, if that's the key, I mean I would play it. Mhm. Yeah, that's okay. what I was
0: thinking too. I mean, they see if I saw a game like that one on Kickstarter where I could spend 150 bucks and get like all this swag with it and just But
1: I'm playing it yeah. by myself then yes. Right, that, that makes that,
0: sense. Right. Because for me, it's like, yeah, I could play it, but it would it would take me forever to get people together to play it. Or I play it with my wife, you know what I mean. Or I sure. go to board 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 game day and drink and play it. Whatever, that's like once a month. But is it worth it if it's only two to five players, or is it worth it to you because it's one player? That's pretty cool. You know, it's like a video game.
1: I agree. Yeah. Okay. I'm down.
0: So I think that's a cool concept. I think that uh, I would love to see that kind of more advertised when they come to board games so say hey single player you know campaign available whatever it's cool uh so hey it's the animated series so i'd love to see some more details on this uh next up we finally get the name of the dc Comics streaming service Uh, a lot of news came out it's gonna be called dc universe works works for me mix uh yeah Absolutely. And to go with that, they announced a Swap Thing TV series. It was the latest announcement from the DC camp, and that's pretty cool. Um, we are really getting a pretty strong lineup for their uh, their freshman year of uh, whenever this decides to launch. I think it's towards the end of the year this
1: year. Yeah, I think it's this year. And so you have a Harley Quinn animated show. Mm-hmm. We've got um, a live-action Titan show. We have this Swamp Thing series, which probably won't come out until next year. Yep. What and else? Young, Young Justice. Oh, the animated series. So my only thing with Swamp Thing, I'm very excited about it, and it looks like they're going to be doing the New 52 uh, run as far as the plot goes to if it's going to be CGI and if it is going to be CGI what is it going to look like the one from the Wes Craven um, movie and from the TV show was obviously makeup um, and it looked pretty cool so that's my only trepidation with what we're going to see Um, but I don't know I don't know what the production values are for these streaming services because the only real comparison we have is like Star Trek Discovery and it looks like they have a pretty big budget for that and um, the CW Seed which they don't have a budget for, so it's going to be somewhere in between, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's interesting to think about this because, like, say, take Titans. What what have we seen from that except for some behind-the-scenes shot that every, like, shitty nerd in the universe decided to rip up because they do that. You know, that's the usual note these days. But, unfortunately, that happened. But it's they are really kind of keeping a lot of this under wrap because um, we've seen the picture of Robin we've seen that behind the scenes photos and that's it we've seen we've heard that doom patrol is part of the fifth episode you know or whatever so um it's interesting enough that we haven't even gotten any any trailer or any kind of small teaser for dc universe as well so it really makes me wonder how how far in the future this is going to happen
1: i think they might be doing um like a full reveal which i think would be smart like at comic-con this year there's no marvel they're not going to hall h Mm -hmm. um i think there's a d23 this year i believe there was there is because there wasn't one last year and that's usually where if marvel doesn't go to comic-con they do d23 let me just see but um no, it's actually not a D twenty three. You know what's that's weird D23. though
0: about that is that they have a huge two huge movies coming out next year. Who? Marvel. Not to have any presence anywhere.
1: So oh well, I mean, Ant Man and the Wasp comes out I think before Comic Con, and I'm that's... saying
0: I'm saying Captain Marvel and Infinity Two. You know, it's...
1: but Marvel is to... above. Comic Con at this point,
0: they, know, they, they've saying, skipped
1: the last few years.
0: I'm just saying, like D23 and stuff like that. Like, where are you? It doesn't matter. Like, you don't have to be anywhere anymore. You're just omnipresent. That's it.
1: I think so. I think that's how it's going. They're you're, so doing...
0: omnip- you're so omnipresent that you've, you've totally taken us off our DC <laughs> chat for the <laughs> how powerful Marvel is.
1: That's like, kind well, of... What we were just
0: talking about? Oh, yeah, we are just talking about DC streaming TV. Sorry,
1: yeah, D23 d- takes place next year, in uh, 2019. <laughs> anyway, so the point being is that DC probably will unveil all of their stuff at Comic-Con this year in one yeah, big chunk.
0: You would think that they would really take advantage of that
1: from mm-hmm. once in their life. I think so.
0: Just once in their lives, you know. Come on, guys. And finally, uh, today, little DC movie news, uh, Birds of Prey it might be rated R and it's being kind of thrown around as a girl gang movie.
1: Yeah. There's a quote and I'm not going to directly quote it, but from Margot Robbie, who's the main producer on this movie, she was the one who found um, the director. She wanted a female director. She found that director and she's the one who's saying she wants it to be a rated R girl getting movie because those kind of movies don't exist and she said that Harley Quinn needs to play with others it would be boring to be just a solo Harley movie which she's right so she's obviously understanding the character and i think with that kind of character PG-13 you could do it for sure but let her go full crazy well that's
0: that's also the the line that DC needs to cross um They need to get away from this family fun. You know, they can still do that with like movies like Shazam and stuff, but Marvel kind of keeps it right in the middle. They don't stray too much from that PG 13 to almost PG. DC has that advantage where they can actually go from anywhere from PG to R. Yeah. I think that that could be fully acceptable. Um, Marvel will do that eventually. I'm sure they'll, they're going to have to if they end up owning Deadpool. But um, the thing about this is like DC just, they need to, they need to accept that they, they, the, the way they can compete with Marvel is on a on the scale that they can be more mature than Marvel. Um, that people expect that a little bit. They're darker. Uh, their characters, I feel, have a little more tendency towards the violence. Uh, so the thing about keeping them just around that PG thirteen and and following that same thing as they did with Justice League is would be annoying to me. So let's let's hope that they 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 take some chances here.
1: Yeah, I'd uh, I'd be all for it. Awesome.
0: So what do you think? Commercials?
1: Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're two cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? (laughs) Well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't
0: she? Oy! Over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get him in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All
1: right. Steady. Steady now. (gasps) Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtal.com geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. And we're back after those awesome commercials. So, getting right into it. The Predator yeah. dropped a teaser yesterday, and the internet hates it. Um,
0: you know what, though? People didn't like it at, at, the, at Cinecon either. So, you know what? I, kind of do, I don't care what they say, because I like that trailer didn't bother me. I read about it. I knew about it. And I was kind of like, eh, when I had read about it. But after watching it, I didn't have really any problems with that movie. Because it's just a teaser.
1: Yeah, I think um, it doesn't show me enough for me to like it or hate it. It just kind of exists. I think that nowadays these teasers need to go away. Because they're not helping anything. The last, like, good teaser that I probably watched was for The Force Awakens, where I actually felt like I want to get into this movie. But for the most part, like, the Venom ones, like, Jurassic World, like, they're not helping these movies.
0: I don't know. I we, I don't know. You know what? When they started doing teasers, my biggest problem was, here's a teaser for the teaser. Here's the trailer. Here's a teaser for the trailer. Like, that kind of stuff pissed me off those kind of little things but like a teaser trailer come on I think just people are being way too negative these days anyhow there's a lot there's and that's my thing is like yeah maybe you're right that maybe they shouldn't be releasing teasers just because of the negative backlash that's my only thing but other than that I think it's just because people can't keep their mouths shut and their opinions to themselves
1: (laughs) I mean I think the internet opens us up to that type of communication and as much as I think like I don't want to be a hater on everything like Cause I, I was fighting people about the predator trailer as well last oh. night, but my bigger thing is like, these teasers aren't well-made. They're no. not, they're not edited in a way that makes it look exciting or teasing. It's just a series of shots where I'm like, why are you even showing me this? That's, that's where it really comes down to is that they're not well-made enough to even get me excited.
0: The Jurassic World one, where it was like, you felt like you watched the whole movie within that teaser. But then, when you watch the later trailers, you're like, "All right, this is probably the beginning of the movie. That's fine. Exactly. But that made me like, I was like, when I watched that teaser, I was like, if this is what the movie's about, whatever. But I guess that at the same time, it's kind of like a a red herring, you know? I You kind of got to look what comes after at the same time. But you're right. You're right.
1: Yeah, so... Here's the thing. Shane Black directing, Fred Decker writing, the uh, team up of the Monster Squad, uh, Black and mm-hmm. Decker. Yeah, they're they're back. And um, for that, I'm really excited. Um, September 14th, it looks like it's no man's land out there as far as movies go. So it should, if it makes a trailer that makes sense and is good, should make a lot of money. Um, again, it's just like the same thing with The Venom. Why did you release this? Like, how is this going to get people excited? You should have known having a little kid in a rated R predator movie is not going to be what fans want.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it, it, it harkens back to AVP two.
1: Yes, um, exactly.
0: This neighborhood, um, eighties. That's what I get more out of this trailer is like, like that eighties almost. Um, because I'm sure because of the filming techniques and stuff like that, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's a little it is friendly. Um, at the same time, I don't know. It's it. Uh, they did they show more than say the Venom trailer did. At the same time, for those people who aren't Uber Predator fans, it would be kind of like mm, what is you know what is this? We haven't seen a Predator movie since you know, Donald i'm sorry danny glover ran around la like a madman so um and the in the avp movies but those are what they are so i mean i get it as a predator fan i'm ready for something new uh something i'm willing to take chances with a movie like this and like you said the the creative team behind it is pretty stellar so let's let's just hope for the best as we as we should be hopeful nerds that's it
1: that's That's it. it Um, you can talk about this next thing because I, I don't know it too much.
0: You should be knowing more about this. Uh, So James Cameron has a show on AMC now. It's called The Story of Science Fiction. And it's on its second episode. Uh, I just watched it last night. So they do little themes each episode. The first one was Alien, aliens in general. Last, The one I watched was space. And the one coming up is called monsters. So they have all these different themes. And he interviews different the different directors from the movies, from George Lucas, to Ridley Scott, uh, actors in the movies. All this it's it's really cool because it's like he's having conversation with these filmmakers about uh, just creating worlds and and the movies they made and all that great stuff. So it's it's really cool. I mean, Spielberg's on there. It's 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 A plus TV. So you should check it out. it should check it out.
1: Literally sounds like it's right up my alley. All right, sorry I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, they wrote.
0: They wrote. He wrote it just for you, buddy.
1: I think so. Yeah. Um,
0: It's like let me put this way: if you put all the shows together, it would be one epic sci-fi show. It would be. I'd probably sit there
1: for eight hours and watch it. That's it, man. Um, Rambo Five, Stallone is in. It's happening. It's a go. Uh, Rambo Four was basically a Jason movie. It was awesome. With with Stallone playing Jason, stalking a bunch of Cambodians or something. I don't remember where it was, what jungle it was, but that movie was epic. So, count me in, for sure.
0: Yep, Agreed. Uh,
1: Next up, Jamie Foxx is rumored to be playing Al Simmons in Todd McFarlane's Spawn movie. Um, So this means
0: he wouldn't talk at all, huh?
1: It's kind of, well, no, because in flashbacks, yeah, we're going to see Al Simmons. He's going to talk. I think Jamie Foxx is a good actor.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I do. Um, a lot of people gave it, like, they're at the casting announcement, like, oh, Jamie Foxx. Woo. And I'm just like, like, really, like, the dude played Ray Charles. Like, he won an Oscar. Like, he's a good actor. What um, I just say
0: about negativity? Right. It's like, exactly. it comes out like, of people's mouths. Seriously. I just don't understand.
1: So, um, I. I'm a little on the fence about this spawn movie because I don't know how Todd McFarlane is a, as a director, his idea of just making it a straight horror movie sounds cool. But then as a spawn fan, I'm like, but I also really want to see spawn like with a giant gun, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like going crazy and taking out Angela and fighting. um, I was going to say Mel Bolja, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, so maybe the first one's a horror movie. The second one's more like aliens where it's like a fallout action movie. Then I would be like, okay, this franchise has legs to me, but and, you know, then a spawn medieval spawn movie, but uh, it could go in a lot of different directions. I just, it, uh, you know, Jamie Foxx is probably the best news that I've heard from this. <laughs> Cause to me, it sounds more like it's a salmon Twitch movie that just happens to have spawn in it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's creator controlled, which is awesome. That is awesome. So I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, it's the best. One of the best things to think about is that we got a Spawn movie back in the hey, the original, you know, comic book movie days. There. So I mean, it's we've been waiting. You know, the yeah. HBO series was fun.
1: Oh, I love uh, it, love but, it.
0: So yeah, I I want to see some stuff from this. You know, I want to. I just hope they get on it because it just seems like it's. Taking forever.
1: Yeah. He's been talking about it for a long time, but hopefully it's worth the wait. Yeah. Um speaking of things that have taken a long time to get made. <laughs> yeah, I was when
0: you put this in here, here, announce it and then we'll talk about it. There's
1: a new Tenacious D movie coming out this year, which to my assumption nobody asked for, even though I'm a big Tenacious D fan, <laughs> yeah. the pick of Destiny made like a dollar. So who who paid for <laughs> this is really what I Listen, wanna know.
0: Just because it was only a dollar theaters doesn't mean it didn't make enough money. I know I know what you're saying. It was it's weird because it's not like Jack Black is is old news either. I mean he's
1: He did Jumanji. I mean like that movie made tons of money and so did, did Goosebumps.
0: You see that movie? Did you see Jumanji?
1: No, not yet, and I really want to. You should watch it. Yeah, fun. I heard it's good. Yeah.
0: It's really it is.
1: But I saw it's Goosebumps and I loved it.
0: hmm Goosebumps was great. And the new
1: movie, the new Goosebumps type movie. That's not Goosebumps. Which is what? The house with the clocks in it. Did you see it? It's not called that, but it's, it's Kate Blanchett and Jack Black directed by Eli Roth. And it's like a spooky kids, like horror thing. It looks pretty freaking cool. Um and I, with that cast I was like oh man all right this is it's like Eli Roth trying to um uh, to like kids movies but in a weird house with clock in its walls and it comes out September twenty first so cool watch that trailer I just watched it last week because I had I didn't even heard of it and we didn't put it up on Defat but anywho. Uh, tenacious D is coming. That probably means a new album is coming, which that makes me excited. Yeah, it's cool. So, anywho, uh, Comcast throws in a bid for 21st Century Fox. Which now,
0: can I stop you there? Yeah, because I when we first started doing this was one of the first things we put up. I mean, it's still out there, and this this bid is out there. But then I read this Bob Iger quote, and it was like. Where it's like, doesn't even, it doesn't even phase him. He's like, I, that's great, basically. I don't care because what we've offered them, nobody can match. And this Comcast offer, I guess, is an all cash in deal. Really? So, I mean, that's why it was kind of attractive. But how are you going to beat Disney? How? You can't. Especially not if they are going to make $600 million profit on
1: Avengers. Right. And it just like I don't know it. I don't even know how it would make any sense, honestly. Because with Disney, a they have more money than almost anybody, other than Apple. But um, they have more money than almost anybody, and uh, they need those characters. Yeah, they really do. Not, I mean, I guess they technically don't. They've been doing it for a long time. But I think like. The the profit margins when you acquire Fantastic Four and X-Men are gonna be like throughout. Just insane. The the to see an Avengers movie with all of the characters. <clears throat> Game over. Um so okay, whatever. Good luck to them. Come kind of here. Um the popular animated series Rick and Morty has been <laughs> renewed with um they're gonna be getting 70 more episodes. What? So I don't it's know like, how much that is. Like another five seasons, I think.
0: It's like an entire new series.
1: Have you watched <laughs> that show? Sh-
0: I ha- I have. I've gotten through most of se- uh, season one. Okay. That so, show. Not even, not, even, not even the good part <laughs> yet.
1: It's... The show is such high concept sci fi. Like, it literally is like some Asimov type stuff sometimes. Like, obviously, they handle it in ridiculous ways, but a lot of it is like, I guess that could make sense if you really think about it <laughs> so I, lo- I love it i get, i understand like it was one of those things that i took a while to come around to and then once i did i was like oh okay now i see why everybody loves this show and it's very very good and couldn't be more excited for some reason season four was hanging in the air even though it's one of the most popular series to come out in the last few years um it's good to hear about this announcement keep it coming yeah
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a show that I, it's that show that's on the back burner. I've watched it. I like it. I just haven't delved into it enough. So. Yeah. Now is the
1: time. Now is the time. Um, Speaking of things that we've been waiting to see forever, knew it was going to happen, but great to hear an official announcement. Bill and Ted three has officially been greenlit Keanu Reeves. Um, Alex Winter, the original writers. Boom, happening, happening. It's this is Orion Pictures and somebody and one of the other original Miramax, not Miramax, Miramax done. Um, <laughs> that's the one. Did you thing. say
0: Orion Pictures?
1: Yes, Orion and somebody else. It's like it's so what? it's like all the eighties. So, um, <laughs> let me just tell you. So, I found out what the plot is a little bit. So, they are dads they have daughters they sound nothing has changed in their life at the end of two they were have written the greatest song in the world or in the universe that binds the galaxy together while they still have not written it yet um and what they do is they time travel to go into the future to steal the song from themselves (laughs) and then go back in the past and pick up other historical figures to make this epic song. <laughs> like, death is there. William Sadler is playing death again. Like it just sounds bonkers. They and their daughters are coming with them.
0: <laughs> what about what about Rufus?
1: They'll have to acknowledge Rufus, obviously. Yeah. Will
0: they recast Rufus?
1: I don't think so. I don't think they yeah. will. I think they'll I figure think out they a gracious way to acknowledge George Carlin, but. Um, sounds Was he, like a, wasn't he
0: part of a society of wasn't yeah, part of a, like a, so yeah. another one
1: with yeah different they era. probably will they probably will come down and say listen man you guys haven't composed the song and as a result it's, it's screwing things up in the universe actually that is the point like it's screwing up things throughout time because they haven't made this song yet
0: yep and it sounds like Jack Black is playing Rufus so. <laughs> is
1: that what it says no. no All right. All right. Moving on. What do you got for next news? Star
0: Wars. Ooh. S- Star Wars is about to get hot this month. Uh so a couple of weeks until solo. Hope you guys got your tickets. I didn't. Um uh, let's see. Because the reviews are out.
1: Literally two weeks away.
0: I know. Literally. And uh well, I mean as of yesterday. So official official days today. Because, you know, you can't put official release date as a Thursday. For some you know, money-making reason. So stupid. Yeah. But, hey, this is getting good reviews, I hear. That's what I wake up to this morning on our Star Wars feed.
1: Yeah, so um, we're recording this on the 11th. They had the premiere last night on the 10th. Um, you know, people are allowed to put out their Twitter reactions. They're not allowed to actually write their full-on reviews. The majority are, you know... Saying that it has a wonky first half, but once it kicks in, once he meets Lando, things amp up and it ends up being a really good movie. Um, it also basically
0: basically when Ron Howard takes over,
1: I think so. And it and it starts, they said it does not even try to hide itself, try to proceed. Oh, because Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah, like he led he he let it drop that he signed on for three movies. Yes. Um and it sounds like this movie does set up a sequel. So, um, cool. you know, my expectations are negative. They're still very low. They're a little bit higher than zero now. Maybe it's at a one out of ten because I just it's an it's a, one of those things where I don't think we need a Han Solo movie. I don't think we ever did or do the only one of these prequel movies that I've ever wanted to see is is Obi-Wan um and so my expectations you know are also because of how much stuff went into it and I feel like it's going to be a little bit jumbled and it sounds like it probably is during this first part um but you know I'm also excited to see a heist movie I'm also excited to hear what Lawrence Kasdan wrote is what people are saying is the best star Wars script ever written. So let's see what that's like. I'm also excited to see Clint Howard. (laughs) So, yeah.
0: Who isn't seriously Clint Howard. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have to agree. This is, this is being a huge star Wars fan and not being overly excited for star Wars movie. feels really weird to me. Uh, and I just feel kind of out of place and kind of lost, but <laughs>
1: well, you'll find your way, Chris. I,
0: I will find my way uh, to San Francisco to watch it, Alamo. Um, so, yeah, two two things really kind of just make this movie for me, make me excited for it. Are is Lawrence Kasdan script and Ron Howard taking over? So, I mean, those are those are really two great elements that I feel. Will give this movie some oomph, um, but I am I am also very tentative, tentative, tentative about the Disney machine. Um, I'm not, I won't say that, you know, because I love what they've done with Marvel, and I think that they they have everything kind of in the right scope. Uh, but like you said, did we need a Han Solo movie? Probably not, but we have it. So let's let's see what kind of world building they do in this movie because that's what I love about Star Wars a lot uh probably the most is the world building and the mythos that come out of it and the creatures that we get from these like cantina scenes and kind of the spinoffs from that so I mean it's it'll be cool
1: I did read to to your point I did read that it does expand the mythology um and there's some some deep cuts in reference to the e u that they put that's, in there.
0: What do you mean, like,
1: deep cuts? Well, like, who knows Tags and Binks? And we know Tags and Binks is in this movie. And there's other references to the expanded universe, which I would imagine is probably... Because there is... What is that book that's... I mean, I know there's Life Debt, like, from the Chuck Wendig Star Wars trilogy, but what's the book that takes place in the EU that's a Han Solo uh, prequel? Way back? Yes. Or newest one? uh
0: way way back to Han Solo trilogy possibly so here's what it was before the EU was even something like established with Timothy Zahn and all that when it when it launched that way there was a trilogy of Han Solo books that were written in like I want to say the 80s um and that was one of the first true spinoffs of star wars of in in besides like splinter of Mind's eye and some other stuff and stuff, but yeah when you th- when you think about it that way maybe maybe a solo film is more appropriate than than you know kind of in that res- retrospect but then in the eu there was like that carillion trilogy where it was more han-centric there was that um so i'm not sure which one you're referring to
1: I, well, I don't know because I haven't seen the movie yet, but apparently there is references to the EU. Okay. So expanded, I guess they'll, that's, yeah, I that's think they'll cool. probably pick, and they've been doing it. They pick mm-hmm. and choose certain things and they throw them in there. Maybe we'll see Black, Black Sun. Sun. Yeah. <laughs> um. Every, everyone's looking. Damn, just,
0: d- damn well, better see some Black Sun.
1: One thing I did want to say, uh, just in Ron Howard news, um, season five of Arrested Development is coming out at the end of the month as well. Actually, around the time of Star Wars, might even be the same date. But I just wanted to say that because I'm a huge Arrested Development fan and Ron Howard is the narrator and I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah, it's awesome.
1: Uh, what's next?
0: Chewbacca is finally getting his own theme music. After this, these many years,
1: finally, John. That's John the theme Powell,
0: music. John, John, Powell, is stepping up to the plate for the Wookiee. you know, and finally giving him his own theme that will probably only take place in these three movies.
1: <laughs> so, that's it. Yeah, till we see a, a Chewbacca, a Star Wars story. Um, You're damn right, we will. I don't e, I e want to see e that. I do not see that movie. Star Jeez. That's when they're going to start jumping the ship in like 2031 or something.
0: Secret life of Wookiees.
1: Gosh. all right. Well, that's cool. I'm excited to hear whatever roars. Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah. The Wookiee. Wookiee across the stars. Across the Kashyyyk theme song. Okay, cool. (laughs) Uh,
0: Too good. So, you know, if you haven't bought your solo tickets yet, Good luck trying to get them on opening weekend. Um so rock on. Yeah. Next up, I think it's time for the pursuit of plastic.
1: Forgot about that. Okay. I forgot we pause.
0: That's okay. What do we got? <laughs> Clap again.
1: Okay. Clap again. Thought you were gonna take it.
0: This week, toy news. The big release of the week, pre-order. Uh Mesco finally got around to putting up their Netflix Punisher. Interestingly enough, before their Daredevils even up for pre order. So whatever. That's cool. Uh this this figure does look like John Burnfall, thankfully. I didn't order it. Did you order it?
1: No, the only thing I want are the gun blast and I hope they just end up selling those separate.
0: You can just buy those on that website we found.
1: Oh, that's right. So yeah, no, I don't I don't need it. Like I I told you before, I don't want to get figures that look like actors unless it's something that's like completely timeless, like Harrison Ford as Han Solo or as Indiana Jones. Like at this point, probably if I get a Captain America figure, it would look like Chris Evans, you know, because he is pretty timeless in that role. And same thing with uh any of the Marvel people. But, I mean, like, for this, eh, like, Charlie Cox's Daredevil, like, I'd rather just have the movie versions of these characters, which I do. I have a, I have a... Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Yes, comic. I have a Garth Enos-looking Punisher figure, which is one of my favorite figures I own, and um, I'm good with that figure.
0: Yeah, I mean, with the the amount of variants that they put out for each character, it's, it's kind of easy to pick and choose. I mean, it's hard when I want... Most of the Wolverines, or you know, yeah, without you, know, most of the Batmans, but that's only two of them, so that's good. Uh, but I, you know, it looks good. Mesco's hitting their stride, like I said. Uh, but big time, big time. I mean, they're just pumping they're them really, out. They're pumping them out. They're actually they're looking to be more on schedule now, and I yeah. think that you know they learned in their first year. And every time I I open up these figures and I look at them, they're just they're amazing six inch figures, I've the the base body alone is is one of the best things that's, that's ever been made for the scale. And I just, I just pray that you know, this this line stays popular, that it decides to keep expanding with licenses because, you know, I would love to see them kind of take some more risks with things like, you know, say like the john wick, uh, Popeye, things like that. That's cool. I
1: mean, they haven't announced which I'm curious about. So we have Batman and Joker, but we don't have Harley, right?
0: We have the Suicide Squad Harley.
1: Yeah, no. I want like mm-hmm. I want animated series Harley with maybe it with maybe a Injustice mix between like you know what I mean. Like I want something like that to fit that Joker, that Ultimate yeah. Joker, and then I want to see like Nightwing. I want to see the rest of the Bat family a little bit, and got so, so like, I'm
0: say stop. No,
1: no, I just, like, I agree with you. I like that they are doing some more um, weird properties, you know what I mean, of popular characters. Um, I could see a spawn in this scale, and I could see that being pretty cool. But um, the John Wick is a really welcome addition. You know, maybe they'll do Bill and Ted. Who knows? (laughs) Be kind of funny. They do have a really good neck of Bill and Ted already, though, but yeah.
0: Well, that's something. Yeah, that's the other thing. A lot of these other companies, all these licenses, like McFarland yeah. Toys, ain't giving up no spawn. You know, no, so. they
1: they aren't. Um, true. Uh, yeah. So for that's it as far as news goes, and um, we just want to remind you again: uh, download the Radio Public app. Um, it is a very good app for uh, getting your podcast, and for creators of podcasts, it gives a kickback to them, um, which is great. Um, not to say anything against iTunes or some of the other ones, but they don't help out creators the same way that Radio Public does. So please try the app out, download the episodes that way, and it helps us out. Um, Where can you find us, Chris?
0: We are at don'tforgetatowel.com, your daily source for all things Geekly, uh, news, reviews, interviews, and more. Also, we got some great social media channels to check out uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram
1: and youtube and pun up just so don't forget to tell i don't know on youtube i guess forward slash whatever <laughs> we've been doing a lot more uh trying to do some more video content and also in collaboration with warlock home video network um where we have our gourmet scum podcast is also a live action show now so you can kind of see see us as well as hear us. Um, That's it. This is Casey saying, you know, stay, stay geeky.
0: And this is Chris. We'll see you next time.